In the studio now from Ball State University is Dr. Chad Kinsella. Uh, we invited uh, Dr. Kinsella in today to talk about the Hoosier survey that, uh, that came out recently. Today, I think we're looking at the third wave of data that was derived from that uh, survey. Dr. Kinsella is the Associate Professor of Political Science and the Director of the Bowen Center for Public Affairs. We appreciate you for coming in and uh, hope the coffee's okay for you. Excellent coffee. Really glad to be here and, and appreciate the invite. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about some of this data before we get to that. Uh, if you could give just a little background on the Bowen Center, the the, the namesake, uh, and uh, and how that equates to the work that is done in that regard, especially as it relates to the Hoosier survey. Absolutely. So uh, it's named off, obviously after Governor Bowen, um, again a, a, a very accomplished governor of Indiana. So it's and uh, the idea being a lot of what the Go the Bowen Center does is we try to um, inform um, about you know public affairs and uh, it's kind of a lot about better government, which uh, Governor Bowen was. Uh, you know, a, a true model of. So uh, the, the Hoosier survey has been going on uh, almost since the inception of the Bowen Center. So going back to 2008, it's been done in various different methods, but it's been done every year. Um, and essentially the idea is, is to inform Hoosiers. It's, it's one of the only uh, surveys done that I'm aware of in the state that, that just asks people in Indiana like, their ideas about what's going on in the state and, and other national and local issues. What's the methodology for the survey itself? If you could be be simple, don't don't go over my head. Sure, you know it's, it's so we've used all kinds of different methodology, yeah. but this year, um, and we've done it in past years too. So we've gone all online, and um, it's probably a lot of people know it's it. it, it Surveys used to be easy, like back, and it's like I'm old enough to remember. It's like everybody had a landline, but even my parents are in their 70s now, back in Northern Kentucky. Like they don't have a landline anymore, right, so right. it's like you can't you can't just call them. And and, and I guess too many people did surveys because my dad just gave up and he he just has a cell phone now, so it's really hard to do. Uh, so we've gone online, and what you do online is it's a lot different. So because obviously not everybody's online, what we do is create quota systems, and, and a lot of uh, in the field they call it waiting, and what they do is like we know what Indiana looks like. I could, you know, we can go and look at the census and we can look at, you know, the demographics and see what Indiana looks like. And so ultimately what we do is, is you can set up beforehand. We want responses from these different people and there, there are vendors and we pay a vendor to do this. Uh, they, they, um, they have uh, the people and ultimately, and it's, it's, uh, they, what happens is they get, and probably many people have done this. It's like, and I, I did it all through grad school. It's how I took my wife out to eat. It's like, ah. you know, you get, you get points for doing surveys. You put in your demographics ahead yeah. of time. And once you get a demographic, like, so they, they take in those demographics and it's really neat. Cause it's like, you get about 500 responses, like so quick. Do you know who's surveyed? I mean, as far as, uh, not, you know, not the people, we don't know who they are. Okay. Never, like there are no names involved okay. with the surveys. Like the, right. the company would have, it, but they, they wouldn't keep that in. Information. And of course, that's not something that we want. But again, the idea is, is like th these people sign up, they do it, they have they, th they fit a certain demographic. Uh, they have to be from Indiana. So it's like we have a question in there. It's like, are you a resident of Indiana? Okay, and then okay. we also have to give their zip code, which also gives us a, a geographic, a spatial uh, it, a distribution of sure, the state. geography, so where the, they physically are. Yeah, and where they so. Yeah, about, absolutely. Where they physically You are. have a drink of your coffee because sure. I don't want it to get cold. I'll remind our listeners that we're talking to Dr. Chad Kinsella from Ball State University. 
and uh, among other parts of his job with the Bowen Center. And we're talking about the results of the Hoosier survey. Uh, President Mearns is a frequent guest on this show, too. Um, in fact, we'll have him tomorrow morning about some other issues and questions Ball State related. Put in a good um, word for me. <laughs> I shall. I shall. Uh, let's talk about the latest round of data. What was found out in the survey about things like election integrity and and state taxes. So there's a lot of really interesting things that came out. So we tried to ask some things that are either national or state issues and some things that are being discussed at the state legislature. And one of the things, so it, it is uh, you know, a presidential election year and it's coming up and, and there were a lot of questions about election integrity that uh, came out of 2016, 2020, and uh, kind of heading that off. And overall, uh, and so what we did is we copied a lot of the questions. So um, MIT actually has a, a data lab, and they do a lot of analysis on election integrity. So we use a lot of the same questions, but they, theirs and as a national audience, we just want to look at Indiana. Overall, people feel, you know, you get about 60% of, of people feel that things are, you know, on the up and up. Things are happening well. But, um, you know, there's anywhere between 50 and 20% of people that across all of, like, these battery of questions that we asked about election integrity, you know, had some, had some you know, Pretty extreme skepticism, and so you know that that's that's still concerning, and I think there's a lot of, a lot of work to be done yet on on you know talking, you know, making sure that we get to those people and what, explaining. What elections. did Hoosier say about state taxes? I assume no one wants to pay them. No, uh, you know, yeah. so it, no? <laughs> it's you know overall it wasn't you know so when we asked the questions you know how fair are different taxes was one of them, okay. and overall people feel you know that. That their income taxes, you know, I don't know that they like them, but it's like people say, you know, it's fair to a degree. And that sales tax are fair, but people don't like gas taxes. People don't like to pay taxes on their on their beer and liquor. And uh, people don't like, you know, their, their, you know, I always call it Kentucky, but I think it's kind of the same here, car taxes. So, you know, th- so there's, a, there's, there's a discrepancy there. So pe- people feel, you know, their, their sales and income tax fail, fair, but everything else. And then in, in terms of like, you know, the taxes overall, you know, people, people would say they would prefer less services and less, uh, or less services and less taxes as opposed to the opposite. And, and then you've got another uh, large group of people who say, you know, it, it, it's, it's about right. WMUN's Delaware County Today, live Steve Lindell hosting with my guest, Dr. Chad Kinsella from Ball State, the Bowen Center. He also is Associate Professor of Political Science, poli sci, as I called it when I was in school a long time ago. Oof, look at my hair. Uh, and the Bowen Center uh, putting together, again, the effort called the Hoosier Survey. What did Hoosiers say within the survey as far as their opinions about President Biden and Governor Holcomb, one of the other headlines from one of your press releases? Two really interesting things. So one, probably a little less surprising, is um, about it's about 60 percent of Hoosiers are, are not big fans of, of President Biden. And that's it. What's that's the number again? I wasn't about 60 percent of, of okay. people kind of rounding up with these. It's 60 percent of people disapprove of, of uh, President Biden's job as, as president right now. And that's probably to be expected, given, you know, he, he did not very well in 2020 and ordered Hillary Clinton in 2016. Um, so and again, uh, you know, didn't do very well. And then you've got about somewhere like about a little over 30% of people do approve, and then there's there's some people who, you know, did, we leave an answer in there, uh, you know, don't know or not sure. And so you had a, a, a small group of people with that. Okay. How did that compare as far as President Biden with the similar question asked, for instance, the year before, if you recall? It, 
he's equally unpopular. You know, almost. It, so it's really interesting. A lot. Of, so the, a lot of the questions that we we pulled from last year to this year uh, almost mirrored each other. So oh. yeah, President Biden has has been unpopular for for quite a while. Do we ask a lot of the same questions? Not the same every year, but do we? So you can compare and contrast uh, year over year. We do. Yes. Okay. So not all of them, but uh, we do. We ask some. We try to keep some old ones. Um, and then the the, the uh, presidential and, and gubernatorial. Um, uh, approval is, is one we try to keep going with. Okay. And uh, uh, Governor Holcomb, I didn't mean to cut you off. What no, did Hoosier say so about him? Governor Holcomb, it's, you know, about 40% approve. And then you've got about... Is that high or low or I don't know? It, you know, it's pretty high. So, But here, okay. the, the kicker is with there's a, a large number of people. It was almost 30% of people said not sure, don't know. And that's that's not and it's what happens is is you look across a lot of states including Indiana there are a lot of people who don't know who the governor is and and really uh, so there are yeah so it's it's a uh, this has been something studied I um, Dr George Bishop at the University of Cincinnati back when he did the Ohio poll you know he he found that you know there was an assumption that everybody knew who the governor was and he he was one of the people who kind of put that in there not don't know not sure and he got large numbers of people he even had it was kind of a fun thing he put in there I don't think he could do it anymore but because it, it embarrass people but he's like people will give an answer and say yeah i approve of this person or don't approve of this person and then they would ask a question like do you know who the governor is and a large number of people got it wrong so that's why he put in you know don't so we put that in there and again it's not a dig and, it, and you find this across every state there's just a lot of people who don't aren't aware of state politics nor do they know who the governor is so, taking another drink here please your coffee absolutely. i don't want it to get cold this is uh, dr chad kinsella Ball State University and uh, the Bowen Center with the Hoosier survey results coming out uh, over the last couple few weeks. A lot of data derived from this. Um, how many participated in the survey? I forgot to ask. So we, we always have traditionally got 600. Okay. 600. Okay. And then what that is is that number, going back to that that methodology, it's yeah. like once you when you do that, the number uh, gives you like a, a plus or minus. It's it's kind of like this this error that we, we put in there. So it's about plus or minus 4%. So all of these numbers that you look at, it could go four points either way. Okay. Uh, because of the number of people we have. The first of the of the three media releases uh, we got from uh, Greg Fallon, uh, media contact, Ball State University, does great work for Ball State. Uh, the, 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 the first survey uh, information came out about Hoosiers' stances on marijuana and abortion. So what did Hoosiers say about marijuana? Well, Hoosiers like marijuana. <laughs> I guess it's, it's, uh, that's, it's been this national trend that's been occurring. And really, if you look at all of our neighbors, like Ohio just a couple of months ago, like they like it's, it's totally legalized. So, I mean, if you look at it, you have uh, almost 60 percent, at least 55 percent of people. So we had we asked, the question, you know, what is your stance on marijuana? It's like, you know, legal for personal use, legal for medicinal use or not legal at all. And it's, it's you have a, a majority, even if you take in that uh, uh, the, the the air within it, it's like you could take four points away, and it's still a majority. It's like there's a majority of Hoosiers who say it should be legal for personal use, and it's like if you look, we haven't done this every survey, but if you look over the years, this has just been growing, and it, it matches a lot of the national trends that you see. Dr. Kinsello, last subject here again on one of the releases with respect to uh, abortion. What what did Hoosiers tell you? within the Hoosier survey about that subject. So within that, we asked a question and we gave them, it's like, should be legal in all cases, legal in most cases, illegal in most cases, or illegal in all cases. And if you take the, the two, uh, legal in most cases, legal in all cases, it comes out, you know, almost to a majority of people who think it should be legal in all cases or, or most cases. 
Um, so, and then uh, about a little less than forty percent say it should be Ill- illegal in most cases or le- illegal in all cases. So a little bit, a little bit different. And you can see that you know there's been some interesting things happen: Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio. All it, 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 three of the of the four of those are are you know very red states. Again, I I, I grew up in Kentucky, so it's it's it and they they voted um, to allow for abortion rights. Um, in their constitution or state law, depending upon the, and in Michigan's a little bit more purpley, but you know, overall that that happened, including in Kansas, which is kind of like the the, the the crown jewel of you know conservatism, at least like cultural conservatism. Final comments about the uh, Hoosier survey uh, before we let you go. We could talk for a lot longer. I know there's a lot of data within this. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff to look at. So we we do have it posted on our website. Uh, feel free to take a look. And um, and if you have any questions, you know, I'm, I'll, if you couldn't tell, I'm happy to talk about all this stuff. This is, I I. Uh, I'm a political science nerd, so this makes me perfect for it. So, but it, it really enjoyed. There's a lot of really good stuff to look at, and and we'll continue to have this, uh, um, you know, next year. So, and especially with 2024 presidential election, we try to have it out a little bit earlier. If I may, uh, take a drink. I don't care. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please, I don't want to get cold. I would like to make you a regular recurring guest on this show. I don't want to wait till next year when the Hoosier survey comes out. Uh, to get your insight, what you're hearing, seeing, feeling, whether it's from students on campus or or elsewhere, I think it would be fascinating for our listeners to have access to, as as you said, a, a political science nerd. I don't see that whatsoever. You shouldn't do that whatsoever. Uh, I, I'd be interested in doing that if you're uh, so inclined. Absolutely. Happy to do it. All I'm right. always happy to talk about politics with anyone. So Excellent. It's a lot Excellent. Of fun. Dr. Chad Kinsella, great to talk to you. As Thanks we continue again. with more in a moment on WMUN.